This episode of Locked On Women's Basketball is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked On rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked on Women's Basketball. I am your Tuesday, Thursday host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. Um, Better known in the last 24 hours or less as uh, the reporter that asked Tina Charles um, a question about her new Washington team. So we're going to get into that if you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, don't worry. You will. When when she got that kind of coverage, um, you know, she was able to score. And if she got doubled, then she was able to find teammates. Who asked the question? Y'all think I could get people involved? Who asked that question? Uh, I'm having a good time, having a lot of fun with that one. But we'll get into that. But as you know, it's Thursday. That means it's Social Justice Thursday. Lots to talk about. Um, also want to give you a little wellness tip or like a light it's it's wellness in that if if it's your vibe it's a it's a good way to just be connected with with earth to be connected with something relaxing and it uh, is brought to us by way of sylvia fowles so i'm excited to talk about that so many little teases so we're gonna head to washington for a little bit we're gonna head to minnesota for a little bit, but uh, the main conversation will be social justice. Um, got some news this week, earlier this week on Monday, that the WNBPA, um, along with a handful of other players associations, actually united and came out with a unified statement regarding um, voting. And uh, so it is, I want to read this to you, make sure I get it right. So this is, uh, this I got from the WNBPA. Professional sports unions come together to oppose new voting restrictions. So, um, you know, if you listen to the show regularly that I talk a lot about Georgia, I mentioned that I'll probably still talk about Georgia. I've mentioned my cameo on Remotely Renee, where we talked about Georgia and the Voting Rights Act. But I want to or, or the Voting Rights Act, not in Georgia, but generally speaking, that's a federal bill now named after the late John Lewis. I talk about that a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, but here we go. This came out May 3rd. That's Monday. Over the last few months, state legislatures across the country have proposed bills and new legislation that, if passed, could make it harder for ordinary citizens to cast their ballot in future election seasons. Today, nine major sports unions in North America are announcing their joint opposition to these legislative efforts aimed at restricting the right to vote and join hundreds of individuals, foundations, and corporations in taking a, quote, stand for democracy. And the statement goes on to say, we stand for democracy, a government of the people by the people, a beautifully American ideal, but 
a reality denied to many for much of this nation's history. As Americans, we know that in our democracy, we should not expect to agree on everything. However, regardless of our political affiliations, we believe the very foundation of our electoral process rests upon the ability of each of us to cast our ballots for the candidates of our choice. For American democracy to work for any of us, we must ensure the right to vote for all of us. We should all feel a responsibility to defend the right to vote and to oppose any discriminatory legislation or measures that restrict or prevent any eligible voter from having an equal and fair opportunity to cast a ballot. Voting is the lifeblood of our democracy, and we call upon all Americans to join us in taking a nonpartisan stand for this most basic and fundamental right of all Americans. So here are the undersigned, the signatories, if you will. Of course, the National Basketball Players Association, the United States Women's National Team, the Professional Women's Hockey League Players Association, the National Women's Soccer League, the National Women's Hockey League, the National Football League, the National Basketball Players Association, Major League Soccer Players Association, and the Basketball Players Union. For the record, I read those from the bottom up. I think they were done um, alphabetically. Uh we don't see the National Hockey Players Association, although both women's professional entities are here. Um, so there you go. I will link in the description the full press release. This came out Monday. I had heard about it through my coverage in women's hockey, and I talked about it there. I haven't really heard many other people talking about this, but this is critically important and uh, that's why we talk about it here on Social Justice Thursdays. Social Justice Thursdays, excuse me. So again, check out the link in the description. And you can always follow me at elindsay08 if you want my deep thoughts on most things political, a little bit of sports here and there. But of course, my favorite is when the two meet somewhere in the middle. To which I want to go to the Olympics. Let's go to the Olympics, people, and then I will give you all the tea. It's not the tea with Asia and Phoebe. This is the auntie tea. The tea between me and Tina Charles. We'll get there soon. But um, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, apparently is banning all athletes from wearing or representing or talking about anything Black Lives Matter. <sighs> I think that's all you're going to get <laughs> as far as a reaction. I'm going to link uh, some of the information that I've seen about this. I'm sure I'll talk about it again. I'm very curious what people like David Zirin are going to say about this in the coming days, weeks, hours. Um, ultimately, it is uh, as as I've heard it said, a miscarriage of justice when we allow people to conflate and to compromise the true nature of a statement like Black Lives Matter. 
um, with political inaccuracies. <laughs> Am I surprised by that? Of course not. Um, that is a tactic that we see tale as old as time in the political realm. Um, but it's really unfortunate that places that depend and rely on the labor and talent of black and brown bodies do not support black and brown bodies. So link in the description if you want a little bit more about that. Uh, link also in the description to find out more about this professional sports union's uh, joint message about uh, standing for democracy. Um, okay, so why don't we um, go over the rundown once again. Coming up next on Locked On Women's Basketball, I'm going to take us to Minnesota. Not only did I speak to the fantastic Sylvia Fowles during media day, but um, also got to speak to Natalia Chanwa. And I became a huge fan of Natalia Chanwa last year. I had a great conversation. I'd followed Natalia Chanwa because for a while I wanted to make sure I was really dialed into what the women's national team in Canada was doing. Uh, between Kia Nurse, Natalie Achanwa herself, now Bridget Carlton. Um, I just felt that there was a lot missing when we talk about North American women's basketball and not talking about the Canadian national team. So I had followed Natalie there. I mean, her, that she's been with the national team for so long, so young when she came to the national team. So that intrigued me. And then 2020 happened and I started to realize the role that Natalia Chanwa played not just in the WNBA or even with the Canadian national team but also um, within her community um, so I want to tell you a little bit more about Natalia Chanwa and then we'll hear from Natalia Chanwa then I'll give you my Sylvia Fowles anecdote so we'll get to that also and then we will close the show out with me talking about Tina Charles. Um, because Auntie likes a little drama. I like a little drama. And uh, I think some drama was stirred up. But there's also a lot in what Tina Charles gave me at media availability. The Washington Mystics. Of course, she's on the Mystics now. They had a scrimmage against the Atlanta Dream. They lost 87-80. And I asked Mike Tebow about getting a balance between having Tina Charles, a person who can take over a game, easy. We saw her do it in New York, night in, night out, regardless of the injuries, regardless of the opponent. Um, so we know she's capable of that. But also Tina has opened up, Mike Tebow has opened up, that her, the whole reason that she came to Washington was to not have to play that role. Um, and I want to know where they're at with that. And so in the final segment of Locked on Women's Basketball for this Thursday, May 6th, we'll go over all of that. Coming up next, with your girl, Erica Lindsay Ayala on Locked on Women's Basketball. Wouldn't it be great if there was a pocket-sized guide that helped you sleep, focus, act, and be better? Well, there is. And if you have 10 minutes, Headspace can change your life. 
Headspace is a daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations and in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. Need some help falling asleep? Headspace has wind-down sessions with their member, which their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace even has morning meditations you can do with your children. I actually have started to use Headspace. I used the promo code I'm about to give you. I checked it out myself, um, and I found it really great to get my mind going in the morning. Uh, it actually, to keep my mind calm in the morning, my mind, I wake up and I've got a million things that I'm thinking about. So what I've started to do is use Headspace to take a good 15 minutes at most and dedicate that time in the morning to set the intentions for the day, to have that meditation, to connect with myself before running through walls, covering women's sports in the way they deserve to be covered. And Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice within mindfulness that works for you on your schedule, anytime, anywhere. And I truly can vouch for that. So, Remember this, you deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash LockedOnNBA. That's headspace.com backslash LockedOnNBA for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. All right, so as I mentioned, I got to speak to the fantastic Sylvia Fowles. Who doesn't like to talk to Sylvia, right? Am I right? Am I right? I know I'm right. I know I'm right. I know I'm right. Uh, everyone loves to talk to Sylvia Fowles. I love to talk to Sylvia Fowles. I learned that we have a, a mutual friend, so that's always exciting. But um, I also learned a little bit about a little bit more about Sylvia Fowles because of the website and the um the business Power Forward. And if you head over to Power Forward and you check out they have a lot of different athletes. Maya Moore I've bought something from her line. Kelsey Trainer and the Invest in Black Women, Pay Black Women. Sue Bird is on there. Uh, so, but if you go to Sylvia Fowles, I, I found this fascinating. And um, I learned that Sylvia Fowles is a, a bit of a plant mom. Uh, Sylvia has a store on, on Power Forward, and I'll, I'll give you the link. Um, and, and here's what we learn a little bit about Sylvia Fowles. We've all been spending way more time at home than ever, and my plant collection has steadily grown. Over 60 now. What can I say? I love plants and had to work that into this product. So that is what Sylvia Fowles and what her line, um, that's what it says. 
as part of the Sylvia Fowles line on Power Forward. And again, I will send that off to you. This is also a fundraiser. So there's a part of that. Um, and uh, I'm looking right now at the Monstera Deliciosa, which uh, is a... How would, you, how would you describe this plant? Uh, it seems to have big, big leaves, big welcoming leaves. And um, the, the, the plant is potted in what appears to be a plant holder that is a basketball with the words planting seeds under it. So definitely go check that out. Again, that's Power Forward. That's the Sylvia Fowles line. And I will um, share that link in the description. But I got to ask Sylvia Fowles about this. And it was really interesting to hear Sylvia open up a little bit about her product line. So definitely go check that out. Erica, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, hey, Syl, how are you today? I'm good. Excellent. Good to see you. Um, I actually wanted to ask you about the the merch line that you have with Power Forward, uh, because I understand that uh, you are a plant mom, upwards yeah. of 60 plants. Um, so if you could just tell me a little bit more about that and uh, where'd you get your green thumb from and how you got into that? Um, so I've been collecting plants since I've been in college, uh, just something that I enjoy. Um, I love the growth process of it. I am not a succulent mom because they're too boring for me, but uh, just something that I've always been interested in and then having the time to not play abroad also help uh, me just be home and making sure I'm decorating my house and making it feel as homey as possible. And uh, Power Forward came through with this idea of doing something that I really love and how can we give money to charity? And I was like, no brainer. I was like, it's plants that I love, and if we can do something with that, that would be great. And they just ran with the idea of who we are today. I love it. Uh, do you have a favorite plant as of right now? Um, I do have a favorite plant. I probably would say the monstrous right now is one of my favorites. Thank you. Okay, so Sylvia Fowles, plant mom, been doing that since college. It's not something that I personally knew about Sylvia Fowles. I'm not saying that that information isn't out there. It could very well be something that me, uh, aka auntie, missed. But uh, I love this. Also, it appears that uh, macrame is something else that Sylvia Fowles, in relation to her plant hobby, has picked up. Uh, with so much free time on my hands, I decided to pick up a new hobby. Hashtag macrame. This will for sure keep me busy throughout my days inside. Hashtag so many plants. I love it. I, I think it's fantastic. Sylvia Fowles. So we're going to stay in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. We're going to stay in Minnesota. And you are going to hear next from Natalia Chanwa. And what her intentions are regarding social justice and some of her own personal endeavors now that she is in Minnesota. So here we go. Thank you very much to Natalia Chanwa for, for Natalia Chanwa for fielding some questions from me regarding 
moving to Minnesota and taking on social justice in 2021 in a city like Minneapolis. Um, and how maybe that will be different, if at all, from social justice efforts in the wobble. Here's Natalie Achanwa. Thank you, Natalie. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the role that you've played for the um, Players Association and particularly a lot that the players took on last year. You don't really even have to look past Minneapolis and Minnesota to know that whether we're talking COVID or racial and social injustice, that things have changed from 2020, but they haven't gone away. I'm just wondering um, for you, and then maybe extending that to the, the PA and conversations you've had so far, what do you expect um, the approach to be to a lot of the things that the WMBPA quite literally put on their backs last year? You're, you're exactly right. Um, it's just another year and nothing's gone away. Yes, we might've seen, seen some improvements or seen some of the work that we've did behind the scenes. Um, help things, but it, it's it's never over. So with me personally being in Minnesota now and with at the forefront of a lot of social injustice that we've seen and, and police brutality that we've seen here, I think for me, it's really just embedding myself in Minnesota. It's a lot of new for me. So I'm trying to figure out where I can help, where I can fit. My vision never changes. I've always said it's who much is given, much is required. Just because I wear a different jersey now, that doesn't change who I am. It's just, I'm trying to figure out where I can fit in, where I can help. Do I physically need to be in, whether it's in youth homes or working with the um, Boys and Girls Club, I did a video for them. Like, where can I really embed myself in this community? Um, and that's kind of where I'm shuffling with right now. And then as a Players Association, a lot on our, our vaccine awareness and our vaccine education. Um, I don't want to give you numbers yet. I'm going to let the PA come with that or how many players are vaccinated. Um, but I know that was something big for me is making sure that not only am I talking the talk, but I'm walking the walk. I got my J&J &J back in Indiana before I even came to Minnesota. So um, that's where we're at right now. And once again, it's always said the PA is not new to it. We're true to it. So we're always going to continue to push the envelope and figure out where can we use this platform? Um, how can we individually in our individual cities help? Um, as a whole. Uh, quickly, also, I wanted to ask a little bit about um, the, I believe they were grants that you were giving away through um, the Madam C.J. Walker uh, Legacy and Foundation, and I believe that was Indiana specific, so I'm just curious what that will look like for you moving forward. That's a great question. Um, that was an amazing partnership that we were able to give away um, to four grant winners. Um, we were able to give away uh, money for them to it's been, it's a whole combination. So they actually got education in terms of marketing, in terms of um, financially. Um, and also there was a third one the group was doing, but the Madam Walker Legacy Center has been a great partner in that and taking that, my vision and kind of making it come to life and to be able to work directly with these women in um, black women in their businesses at home. So yeah, that was specific to Indiana. I don't know what's going to happen next. If, if I create something similar in Minnesota, or if we just continue to work with the Legacy Center, but We'll see. It, it, something will happen. <laughs> if you know me, something will happen. It's just a matter of time and figuring out what the best way will be. All right, there goes Natalie Achanwa. So more to come from Natalie. But as you heard, and as I've talked about here on the show, there was a vaccine uh, and vaccination awareness 
Uh, I mentioned that Sylvia Fowles was one of those athletes that was unsure how um, she would approach being vaccinated. My understanding from someone within the Lynx organization is that since she mentioned that, and that was again during USA Basketball media availability when uh, Sylvia was with USA Basketball and hadn't yet arrived in Minnesota. My understanding is that Sylvia Fowles um, is on track uh, to be vaccinated if if she has not been already. So I will make sure to follow up with that. But uh, so we gave you Minnesota Wellness through uh, <laughs> Plant Mom Sylvia Fowles as well as Social Justice with Natalie Achanwa. And I've been stringing you along all episode but it is time we are going to talk about some of the tea at the top of the show i gave you a little bit of a tease um (laughs) tina charles wanted to know who asked that question and well it was me and you will hear the question that i asked that tina overheard and then you'll hear me ask it again directly to tina and what she said coming up next on locked on women's basketball if you are a longtime listener to the show, you know I am a sucker for a family-owned business. And luckily, the Locked On Podcast Network is sponsored by rockauto.com. It is a family business that has been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. The catalog is unique. It's remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the best brands, specifications, and of course, the prices that you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see the parts available for your vehicle. Type locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Did you know Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action? We've got baseball season in full swing, and you can track all of that action on Bet Online. Not to mention, we have the NFL draft upon us. The Kentucky Derby is coming up. And that, of course, is the first leg of the Triple Crown that's going to begin this weekend. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. And that's where you can go betonline.ag. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online. You can go on your laptop, your mobile device, whatever you got. Check out all the great sporting news and sign up for bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs for the playoffs. Yeah, we're looking at you, hockey. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. For those who may not know, I was unofficially um, a huge proponent of Tina Charles MVP 2016. In fact, I'm still a huge proponent of Tina Charles MVP 2016. And uh, I talk about this any any time that I can. Um, Tina Charles lost out on most valuable player. 
Tuneka Ogumake. And reasons that were given, uh, you know, Neka was more efficient. And the Lakers were a championship-bound team, and New York wasn't. And my, one of my favorite ever arguments, and I, because I have this MVP debate in all sports that I cover, not just basketball, but I was once told that I take the, the phrase MVP, which of course stands for Most Valuable Player, too literally. That was the argument. That was the counter argument someone gave me as to why my selection for most valuable player, most valuable player, was <laughs> wrong. Yeah, I do take MVP literally. Who brought the most value to their team? If you were to remove Tina Charles from any New York Liberty roster that she was on, New York would not have the success that they had in the Eastern Conference is something that I posit and that I stand by. In particular, that 2016 team, which started to show um, what I believed really started at least the year before, but it started to show that... Um, there was some wear and tear on a New York team that had been at the at the time in the WNBA dominating the Eastern Conference. And then we got rid of conferences as far as playoff seating. And the New York Liberty have not been in the playoffs since. I have lots of thoughts about this. I will probably share them on this podcast. But for now, what I want to share is a question that I asked Mike Tebow regarding this very phenomenon. And um, as I mentioned, uh, as I was closing out the last segment, it would appear that Tina Charles overheard at least partially what I asked of uh, Mike Tebow. So coming up right now, uh, you're going to hear the audio and I'm going to play the entire question that I asked Mike Tebow in his response. And then I will play for you the full audio um, that led up to it. Because if you watch or if you see anyone that has cut the clip from the um, that was made available by the Washington Mystics, you won't hear the whole exchange. And quite honestly, Tina's, <laughs> Tina's entry into the press conference um, was one of the most funny and drama filled and uh, absolutely like uh, just a gem of hashtag content uh, that I've I've been able to witness and be a part of in quite some time so I'm gonna play you the whole clip I will also leave the link for you in the show notes in the description to this episode if you want to watch that you can uh, check that out it's over at sports talk ELA you can find the clip on Instagram. You can follow me at elinz08. And you can head over to Sports Talk ELA on YouTube to watch. Um, and the reactions are priceless. I highly recommend if you are able uh, to watch Tina Charles. Um, basically call me out. Yes, she called me out. Um, you know, she felt, I think she felt that she was calling me out. I, I don't think that I got called out per se because I think, obviously, I just told you that I think, um, you know, my 
assessment of who she was for the New York Liberty and who she can be and probably should be for the Washington Mystics is drastically different. However, I'm also talking to Tina Charles after she scored 18 points in a loss and she had one assist and the next highest scorer on the team came from the bench and had 10 points. So again, we see, as I saw very often, in New York, when she, when Tina Charles played with the Liberty, you see Tina having a high uh, output, having uh, to do a lot for the team. And I do think that by 2019, for the New York Liberty, when her efficiency rating went down, um, I, I think, <laughs> quite, quite honestly, Tina Charles got fed up with the system in New York. And if you listen to what she says... And if you listen to what she said to me last night, I feel like we're starting to get Tina to un unload some of that frustration. So I am going to play you that clip and then I will close out the show, let you know what to expect coming up because we have a live event coming up. Live event coming up. Unlocked or for locked on women's basketball. So once we hear Tina Charles send me uh, home with the business, <laughs> I will come back and get you ready for the next week or so of locked on women's basketball because it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good one. The WNBA season is indeed upon us. But first, Tina Charles. You alluded to this regarding Tina Charles, but we know uh, up here in New York that. She did have a tendency to to feel obligated, maybe to take over games, and that uh, really maybe impacted how she played down the stretch. I'm wondering if maybe um, you had a conversation with Tina, or are there just continued expectations that you have as far as being able to be reliable, but also to get other people involved? Well, Tina's always going to be a go-to player. I mean, I think that you know that's one of the reasons you would want to have her on your team. Uh, I think that there's a, a respect amongst our players that. You know, no one person has to carry the load. Um, you know, sometimes she got put in that position in New York, uh, but she's going to be surrounded by really talented, you know, offensive teammates. Um, but we're going to also rely on her. I mean, our, our, she can not only create for herself, but she'll be able to, because of her presence, create shots for other teammates. Uh, I'm looking forward to the day when we can put her and Elaine and some others on the court together. And now one-on-one -on -one coverage in a game like this, you know, when, when she got that kind of coverage, um, you know, she was able to score, and if she got doubled, and she was able to find teammates. Who asked the question? Y'all don't think I could get people involved? Who asked that question? <laughs> Who said that? Hey, Tina, that was me, Erica. I was going off of. Uh, think I could get people involved. You ain't see what was going on in New York the last years. I have been. That's why I asked the question. Who's on that team? He's playing with me, man. <laughs> I'm coming for all y'all. You take me out New York, but New York still in me. Love to see it. Bugging. Don't get people involved. Bugging. Erica. Thank you. Yeah, Tina, like I had asked coach earlier, I just wanted to get your thoughts also on being able to balance being a go-to player and also being able to facilitate. Um, it's something that I do. Um, you know, you've been around, you've seen it. So I was kind of shocked and taken back when you made the comment, but it's just something that I do. If I get double team, pass it out. Um, if I'm supposed to score, go out and score, but I'm always going to have that attack mentality. You know, the main reason I came here is because I was 
encouraged to be myself. Um, and, and that's something that I want to continue to, to do, especially when I have my teammates that believe in me and want me to go out there and do what I need to do or find open shots for them or set hard screens or run the floor hard to drag in the defense or they're getting open threes on the perimeter. Um, it's something that I definitely uh, take pride in. I also wanted to, uh, I'm going to let the rest of this clip play out in a minute, but I also asked Tina Charles, <laughs> um, who, you know, calmed down a little bit once I asked her directly, but uh, I asked Tina Charles about adjusting to new COVID protocols. Remember, Tina Charles did not play in the Bradenton Wubble. She did not play the single site season. She was medically exempt. Uh, so here's what Tina had to say about adjusting. To ask you about just game day, it's a little bit different, obviously, now with dealing with coronavirus. It seemed like Coach Tebow a little bit different, obviously. Take pride in. I also wanted to ask you about just game day. It's a little bit different, obviously, now with dealing with coronavirus. It seemed like Coach Tebow wanted to also use these scrimmages to get a better flow of what a game day will look like with new protocols. Um, you know, just your take on, on some of those adjustments and if you think it impacted your preparation for tonight. Oh, uh, <laughs> You know, when you think in the bigger picture of, of COVID and how it's, it's um, impacted individuals to come into a game, this is nothing. You know, there's families who've lost loved ones. There's families who've lost their jobs. There's families who are trying to find out when they're going to get their next meal. So if you're telling me I have to come in and put on a mask and test between 7 and 1130, that's, it doesn't, this is nothing. Um, I think we all were forced to be still. We all were able to see what was going on in the world and how it impacted everyone. Um, so for me, this this is nothing. This this is it's nothing hard at all. Thanks, Tina. Best of luck. Thank you. All right. So you heard Tina Charles. She didn't like my question. Um, she's a facilitator, and she wants to be a facilitator for this Washington team. But again, she alludes to being able to be herself as one of the reasons that she came to Washington. Of course, where she was before Washington was New York, and where she was before New York was in Connecticut with Mike Tebow. So, yeah, that, that does point some fingers, um, and in some ways, potentially, indict uh, New York and the New York Liberty. Um, Tina Charles worked under... Two head coaches in New York, Bill Lambier and Katie Smith. And um, I think I talked about this uh, when I was talking about, oh, Nikki Collin. We talked about that on Tuesday. And I think at least uh, sometimes I forget what I edit out because I ramble, as I'm sure you know if you listen to the show regularly. But one of my ramblings about the Nikki Collin position was uh, if someone from the Minnesota staff would potentially be an option to take over permanently um, in Atlanta. Katie Smith, of course, is a head, an assistant coach, excuse me, under head coach and general manager Cheryl Reeve, Rebecca Brunson on that staff, Planette Pearson on that staff, all women, all former WNBA players um, working under Cheryl Reeve, who didn't play in the WNBA, but was a basketball player. Um, 
it was a tough it was a tough turnaround as uh, someone on social media reminded me also James Dolan who <laughs> uh, if you listen to some of the locked on NHL shows you know has been in the news uh, the Rangers have been in the news talking about fines and oh what a mess but um so the sale of the New York Liberty the coaching changes and the coaches that were there, Bill Lambeer and Katie Smith, uh, I, I do believe that there are things that could have been done differently from drafting to systems to playing time to get Tina Charles some, some help. And she should have that in Washington. And the reason that I asked is because not just looking at her stats numbers, but again, yesterday... In yesterday's scrimmage against the Atlanta Dream was the first time that Tina Charles has played in a competitive WNBA-sanctioned game uh, since the 2019 season. So yeah, yeah, I do think it's valid. I hear uh, and I uh, can appreciate that maybe uh, Tina Charles felt a, a little some kind of way because, you know, if you look at the fan forums, she was getting a lot of... She, she was not getting all the love... Uh, that she probably deserves being a native New Yorker playing for the New York Liberty and doing what she did for those New York Liberty teams. And I've said that, I've said that over the years. I think that people need to respect Tina Charles. And I say that there came a time where Tina Charles' demeanor and decorum changed. And by the time that became visible and evident to media, uh, she was traded. So that's all I have to say about that. But uh, okay, so the news that I'm going to share, those who listen to the pod, you know that I have done my own little... <laughs> you know, last minute, throw it together, producing and hosting at the same time type live streams. I'm still, auntie's still learning live streams, but I am here to let you know that we are going to do a WNBA season tip off live stream a week from today, 7 to 9 p.m. Locked on Women's Basketball. That's Thursday, May 13th from 7 to 9 p.m. I will be hosting. I'm going to bring on some people to talk all things WNBA. That is the eve of WNBA 2021, the 25th season. So we are going to have some special guests. We are going to talk about all 12 teams. We're going to talk about what happened in the offseason, free agency, biggest news we need to know. All that jazz. So again, that's Thursday, May 13th from 7 to 9 p.m. We're going to be using a system called Restream. I will keep you updated once I have all of the final links and details to share. But mark your calendars. Thursday, May 13th from 7 to 9 p.m. Locked on Women's Basketball hosts a WNBA season tip-off season tip live stream. All right, that will do for Locked on Women's Basketball this Thursday, May 6th, 2021. And for those keeping count, my birthday is on May 8th. So 
I'm taking all of the, the birthday manifestations, blessings, prayers, and love. And of course, I appreciate all of you who stay locked on women's basketball. Until next week, the week that we get WNBA action, this is your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala, signing out. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Burkowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.